0: You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your
1: team every day.
0: What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Jay Stevens, and it is Friday, October the 9th, the year 2020, and it is a feel good. Friday, and that's what we're going to strive to do every second of the day. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at stevens 7 You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnBuckeye. Send all those emails to LockedOnBuckeyes at gmail.com. Come on today, we got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff to get into today. Corey Thompson is back for part two of my conversation with Corey Thompson of the Scarlet and Great Podcast. He talks about newcomers on the offense and defense that Ohio State Buckeye fans should keep their eye on. But first, I am going to have a little bit of fun today. I told you to feel good Friday. We're going to strive to feel good all day long. And on, Friday, no, excuse me, on Thursday afternoon, I saw a tweet from Randy Randy Wade that stated there was a parent Zoom call that was all about football. And he couldn't be any more happy. He couldn't be happier that there was a meeting about football. And he's He is thinking about getting closer and closer and closer as we inch and crawl and scratch to October 24th to the kickoff of the 2020 season. And I got this weird, crazy, wild, bright that is idea. But I would reenact in my own personal way, getting a memo from Ryan Day, talking about a Zoom call on October the 8th, made up my own time. Uh, I'm not utilizing any players' names, so you can't say Jay is saying this about that player, this about that player. That's not gonna happen. I'm going to reenact in my own personal way, getting a memo from Ryan Day about a zoom call, realizing that once the zoom call started, that was all about football. And then how my, how my mood changed from beginning to end. So just bear with me. We're going to have fun. It's a feel good Friday. I am sure some of you will laugh at me. Some of you will laugh with me. But the entire time, we will laugh and enjoy this thing together. So I get this memo via an email from Ryan Day that states, there is a meeting for all football parents via Zoom on October the 8th, 2020 at 2 p.m eastern time and in my mind i'm thinking hey okay ryan um and not many details on here but it says urgent immediate be there we gotta talk hey ryan um uh, this is what i'm thinking in my head i not not no phone calls right now hey ryan um yeah you want this to be urgent you want this to be immediate um yeah man hey look if you cancel the season you and i are gonna have a heart to heart a heart to heart I ain't about to go through this mess that Virginia Virginia Tech and, and how Notre Dame had a game canceled. I ain't about to go through all that mess. No, man. No, no, no. I want my football. My son wants to play football. We believe it's safe. You stated You thought it was safe based off what's going on. Let us play. And my wife behind me talking about some, hey, baby, calm down. Calm down. Things are going to be a-okay. Look, honey, shut your mouth. Be quiet. Leave me alone. And right there when I said that, things went all down here. Because you know how it is, I man. You can't talk to your woman like that. You can't sit there and tell your woman, hey, shut your mouth. Sit back. Leave me alone. Are you crazy. Man, look, I know you can't do that. But that's how I feel right now. Because I very, I really, really, really want to know what is going on with this meeting. My wife just says, hey, look, you ain't going to talk to me like that. But what do you got to do is do what that man said. Your son playing for the school. Your son is playing for him. Type into that Zoom call. Leave me alone. I'm on my own computer in my room because I can't stand you right now. All right, cool. Give me my space. I'm the man of the house. Leave me alone. So here we go. Type into the Zoom call. Pull it up. Let's see all, all the other parents around here. Same concern on my face like everybody else. What's this about? This man, better not cancel no season. What you mean? What you mean immediate? You better not cancel no season. Are you crazy? Man, Ryan Day starts talking, and he's talking about schemes. And he says, "Hey Randy, your son, I got this little package for him on defense, man. Hey, you be, hey, hey, hey. It's about to be good, about to be real good. Hey, hey Mr. T, your your boy, I I got a special play for. him. You ready week 2. We can't do week 1. We don't want to do week 1. We're going to do week 2. Week 2, we got to we got to save save, for, save for Penn State, save for Penn State. We got to we got to save it for them. We can't we can't we can't let the cat out the bag too early. We're going to save save it for Penn State when we go to the Happy Valley. Oh, oh, okay, okay Mr. Fields, your son. Oh, wait. Just you wait, Indiana been talking trash, that quarterback think they're going to be doing something great. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got We got something for them. We got a couple plays. And I'm sitting here thinking, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he said, wait, he said, T, he said, hold on, hold on. And my wife in the room, my wife in the room saying, hey, baby, I told you, just calm down. Wait to hear what that man got to say. Leave me alone. Stay in your room. Stay in your little computer, your little phone, whatever you want. Leave me alone. Man, look, and by halfway through that meeting, my whole mood changed, my whole tone changed. I am sitting here excited, ready for football. And as I saw Randy Wade's tweet, I'm sitting here thinking, hey man, it's is like a soul train line. Baby, get in line, walk around, go into wait until it's your turn, and then dance your way down that line. Why? Because we got football coming up. No more of these Zoom calls talking about we may have football, we may not have football. These are how the test results are. None of that stuff. Ryan Day, you are my best friend right now. Why? Because, baby, you talking my kind of language. We got football coming up. I was all mad at you earlier. I was all I was going crazy because I thought you was going to say the season was canceled. Lo and behold, <laughs> hey, this is what I wanted to hear. This makes me happy. This is exactly what we want, guys. Football is coming up October the 24th. You hear my excitement. This is me all the time. I got friends that listen to this podcast and listen to other podcasts that I do. The JC Stevens podcast being my main one. And they, they know how I get animated. They know how crazy I am. They know how wild I am. They know how fast I talk. They know how goofy I could be. Hey, guys, football is coming up. And if I was a parent in that meeting and I didn't know what was going on before it, but then after it, towards the middle of it, I was like, hoo hey, baby, we got to start with, hey, hey, those those fights we got booked, those, those those drives in a week when we got scheduled, hey, we are going. woo <laughs> yes, sir. We are going to everything. Why? Because football's coming up. Football's coming. That Zoom call we had today made me happy, put a smile on my face. I know Randy White's happy. I know those players are happy. They're smiling. I know you're probably happy. Why? Because we're getting Buckeye football this fall coming up sooner than we think. So much fun to think about. So much fun just reminiscing and talking about a fictitious Zoom Zoom call that, that I was not a part of, but I can still imagine it and picture it in my head. I hope you like that. Coming up next, we have another portion, the second half of what my conversation with Mr. Corey Thompson about the newcomers that Ohio State Buckeye football fans should keep their eyes on. But first, we have a word from Built Go. You heard me talk about Built Bar and how beneficial it is to you, the health conscious guy. But then again, there's Built Go. Same company, they work together, they help make both of them. And guys, (laughs) it's exactly what you are looking for. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. Easy to take in 1.5 ounce packages. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market it's five hour energy without the same same crash feeling plus it's neutral so it's better for the body it's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and even better results built built go combines energy gel with collagen protein built go is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work built go then kicks to keep me going strong every step of the way Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, that is L-O-C-K-E-D, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Hashtag Lego.
1: March Madness is right around the corner. If you want
0: to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. And joining us again, you guys listened to him yesterday on Thursday, back with us to close out this week here on Friday. It is Corey Thompson once again of the Scarlet and Great Podcast. Corey, welcome back to Locked on Buckeyes.
1: Thanks for having me back, man.
0: Yes, sir. No problem. Uh, Just like we did yesterday, I have to have you do it again. Let the people know where they can listen to you, uh, listen to your podcast, and then also where they can catch you on social media.
1: Well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, that's where I am most of the time, at CT follow i follow back i like to engage with fans especially with all kinds of different sports as well as mostly buckeye football obviously uh and you want to listen to the podcast Scarlet great podcast check it out on the unscripted ohio network that's the most important part spotify stitcher uh, google play uh, iheart uh, radio uh gosh all of them you know just i can't remember all of them but any and your your choice of streaming service uh, itunes or wherever you find your podcast we're there un,
0: under the unscripted ohio network Yes, and Corey and I have uh, had a friendly back and forth. Uh, you heard us yesterday talking about ex- expectations for the team offensively and defensively. And like I mentioned at the end of that episode, I, I said Corey would come back to talk about newcomers, people to look forward to that are new to the team. He mentioned one player yesterday that, that lost his black stripe, which is someone that is a highly talented recruit that I believe a lot of you may know, Lathan Ransom, that you should keep your eyes on. But Corey, let's start with the offense Give me, I don't care. I don't care how many. I like you. You can give me as many as you want to. Um, what? Who are some players that you uh, are keeping your eyes on that are newcomers on the team? You, you may have mentioned one yesterday, but I don't want to steal your steal your thunder.
1: Well, I mentioned Trey Sermon. I mean, everybody knows who he is, though. So when he is a newcomer, but we all know who he is.
0: Uh, maybe a guy that the
1: casual Buckeye fan may not know, uh, Jamison Williams, the receiver. From what I understand, he's not just a speed burner. He's actually an all-around solid receiver, a solid route runner. He can do a lot of different things. Um, and, and I really think he's going to be a guy you're going to hear his name a lot this year. Uh, not just as a deep threat either. I think he can take those underneath routes and take them to the, uh, take them to the house if he turns. You know, you saw him do it with Gunnar Hoke against, uh, I guess it was Miami of Ohio, I believe. And I, I know it's a terrible competition, but he just showed that potential. He flashed that potential. He gets to turn around on a dime and go uh he's a guy who's a he's going to be a solid all-around wide receiver he's not just going to be a niche player who goes deep on you because he's that fast I think that's a guy who's going to be the number three wide receiver he's going to start on the outside Garrett Wilson will be in the slot obviously because of different things Garrett Wilson can do but uh William Williamson uh I or Williams I'm sorry I just think he's a guy that Buckeye fans are going to grow to love as the season goes on and then another one I'll just give you another one on the offensive line I can't wait to watch Harry Miller as a, as a guard uh, he was pushing Myers as a center, as a freshman. <laughs> now, he was never going to start over Myers, but the fact he pushed him, it made, it made probably my Myers even better for the competi- through the competition. The fact that when, when uh, we knew Jonah Jackson was you know, a phenomenal Ohio State player, I think he's starting in the NFL now. Uh, we, we knew when he left, I wasn't worried because I knew hey, they're going to slip Harry Miller in there right, right away. There's, there's no way. And of course, they move Harry Miller left guard and everything I hear is, all oh, he's already locked down that spot. Nobody's even a challenge for it. He's, he's everything as advertised as expected. I just think, he has got a higher ceiling than Jonah Jackson. He could uh, potentially take this offensive line to even a, a higher level than it was last year, which is scary to think about how, because of how good they were last year. So I really am excited to see how, how he solidifies the offensive line.
0: I'm going to ask you about a player that I watched play in high school, more on the basketball court in the football field. He's an offensive lineman DeWan Jones from Indianapolis, Indiana Ben Davis High School. I watched him play all the time and I say basketball you guys think Dewan Jones lineman he's a big boy. He is huge and I have clips from games that I watched where he played basketball where down low his footwork was amazing. Not impeccable it's not like it's perfect before big man I think it was like 6'8", 360 big man his footwork was amazing and you could, it didn't matter double team, triple team it does not matter. He was able to pass out of the post and was able to make the right play, even led his team to a state championship, I want to say his junior year. What do you see from him? I know he's not projected to be a starter this year, but when he does eventually start, because I think he will start at some point during his career, what do you think Buckeye fans will see from him? I'm only curious and bringing this up because I love watching him and I love watching players from Indianapolis, Indiana, Indiana in general, where I am from, uh, play very well at the collegiate level.
1: You know, I've heard he's been killing it in camp. He just gets better and better. I heard last year he was surprising the coaches because he was a three-star guy. He wasn't a highly uh, touted guy. But, you know, there was an excitement about him with Coach Stud. And he came in, and he did did not disappoint. I love the kid. I saw him catch a touchdown pass in practice, uh, or (laughs) or at least I heard of it anyway. Uh, And he was saying, make me a tight end. I was like, I ain't against the idea. (laughs) He's he's that athletic. But I, you know what? When, When Riot Davis opted out, now, we all assumed Wyatt Davis would come back in because we were on the verge of getting Big Ten football back. But say Wyatt Davis had stopped or stepped out and stayed out, he was a candidate for that left guard, or that right guard spot. I actually think that's eventually where he ends up because I think Petit Freer is locked down that right tackled spot. I think Paris Johnson will take over the left tackle spot or vice versa, whichever happens after Munford's gone. And I think that when Wyatt Davis is gone after this year, they're going to look for somebody. I think Matt Jones will compete for it, obviously. But Matt Jones might end up next to Harry Miller on the other side or it could hey, be Ryan right. Jacobia. Uh, but that being said, I think Dewan Jones ends up like a Marcus Hall type guard, where he's just that massive human being, and he just runs people over in the middle and creates lanes for running backs. Um, I do think he starts. I agree with you. I absolutely, because the coaches love him. And I just think it's going to be in the guard position, even though he's practicing tackle right now.
0: Yeah, man. Um, if I could go back and relive those moments, um, I'm a big high school f- basketball, football fan. And so when I heard of uh, Zach Makowski uh, down at Floyd Central High School, Floyd Knobs Indiana, uh, committed to the Buckeye, I'm thinking, oh, wow. I hope I said his name correctly. I'm, I, I'm bad with names. I, think um, it's Zan, I heard- but
1: I think you said his last Zan. name right.
0: Okay, okay. I was hoping I got part of it. I had 50-50 shot. Um, You're better it than I am, I promise. <laughs> when I heard of him coming over and committing to be a Buckeye, I'm thinking, yes, another Indiana guy, another Indiana guy, not going to IU because IU tried to get him. I, well, I, I know it's top two or well, top three. It was, I think, Ball State and then Louisville were the closest to get him and then Ohio State. We all know. If Ohio State wants you and right behind him, it's Ball State. Or Louisville, you're not going to the other two. You're going right to Ohio State and doing that thing. So I'm very excited for DeJuan uh, Bukowski. I look forward to him down the road joining the Buckeyes as well. Um, Any other player offensively before we move to the defense that may be someone that may not be under the radar, um, but is a newcomer that you say, yeah, keep your eye on him. They're they're going to be huge.
1: You know I. uh I'll tell you, I guess you could talk about newcomers. I'm interested to see which freshman hits the field at quarterback first when I do garbage mop-up duty. Will it be Stroud or with Miller? From what I've understood, Stroud's a little ahead of Miller right now. Uh, but Miller is definitely a solid – he has the body frame for right now uh, to, to probably play more immediately. But from what I understand, Stroud would be the first guy out if they did that. But they also might rotate it. I don't know. Uh, that would be interesting. I mean, because, you know, Gunnar Hoke, I do – I mean, people argue me all the time. I still think he's going to be the backup. You know, that's just because of his experience. But, I mean, but he's not as talented as the other two, obviously. Right. But, you know, the other two didn't have a spring. you know. So uh, I do think it'll be interesting to see which one comes on the field first once we're inevitably blowing somebody out.
0: Yeah, you know, C.J. Stroud, I, I was reading some reports from the practice on Saturday in the shoe, and they were saying that Stroud was getting QB2 reps. And I was very, very – now I would say I was surprised. I thought Gunnar Hoke would, I thought those would, would, be, would be reserved for Hoke, but it is nice to see a youngster getting those reps at that time. First time in the shoe practicing where Ryan Day stated, he wants the team to get used to playing in an, in an environment that they'll probably never play. Hopefully, hopefully mm. they never play in this type of environment ever again in their lives. So QB two Stroud, at least in Saturday's practice this past Saturday, huge. I, I, I I'm curious, very curious, just like you are. Um, We may see some mop-up duty duty against Nebraska like we did last year. I don't know how much mop-up duty we'll get because it is game one. Nebraska's going to come in trying to avenge and try to get payback based off of what Ohio State did last year. But we'll see how that goes and how that unfolds throughout the season. Moving to the defensive side of the ball starting the back half starting a secondary if anybody if not go ahead move around wherever you want to but who is a newcomer that you think uh people should have their eyes on
1: seven banks baby i think he's gonna be a shutdown corner i think he's got that attitude to where he's not cocky but he's extremely confident he's got that personality you want every time i see a cb1 they have that personality and I think he has CB one written all over him. Uh, once Sean Wade is gone, he might even have a good enough year to where he decides to leave. I don't know, but I, I plus I got I got I mean, like you are with Indiana guys. I'm a Floridian. Seven Banks from Orlando. You know I got to root for my Florida my fellow Floridian there. I'll, you guys have Shawn all Wade, the talent,
0: Corey. All the talent. You guys
1: just take all of it. Well, I know it's amazing. I, I, I'm I'm not <laughs> complaining. Uh, well, Sean Wade's also Floridian. So when he when he committed, I was a huge Sean Wade fan immediately. But uh, Seven Banks is right around. He's like 30 minutes from me when, when he got when he committed, and I I'm really excited to see what he does I, I still i think he's going to be that opposite corner sean wade i really 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 do uh honestly i'm going to i want to see pete werner and baron browning grow because uh, okay. i think werner gets a bad rap he was really good last year uh i know you're saying newcomers i'm sorry but uh and, and browning is moving over to the same position kind of be interesting to see what he does in this defense i think he'll be a little bit of a rush end at times as well they're just going to use his athletic ability just to disrupt offenses but as far as newcomers go okay let's go newcomers right uh, you got to go safety. I'm really interested to see what Hooker and Proctor do back there. Uh, can Hooker carry on the Malik Hooker tradition that he created? I mean, he can't, I don't think he's ever going to be Malik, but can he be a really solid player uh, and continue that tradition? Uh, can Proctor live up to the hype, you know, that he came in with Defence uh, defensive line, newcomers, boy, there's not too many newcomers per se, but big Tom's going to be a big, yeah, well, big Tom's going to be a starter. Finally, it'll be interesting to see what he takes on that starter role and what he does in the, in the middle there. I want to see Taraja Mitchell play in the middle a little bit. He doesn't play, hasn't played Harley at all since he's gotten here. And I understand that there's just been something. Borland's got that spot solidified. I know I hear a collective sigh from Buckeye Nation right now, but Borland's had that spot solidified. Uh, will Mitchell finally kind of come in and rotate a little bit more now that Browning's out of the middle and playing more of a Sam? So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Young guys like Kavon Pope and Dallas Gant need to get on the field more. They've shown plenty when they get on the field. Let them, let them play. You, they got an embarrassment of riches at linebacker. Plus, you got young guys coming in. So I'm, I'm interested to see, to see new faces at linebacker. I, I guess they're not new. They've been here, but they haven't played much. How much more do they play? The safety position is going to be interesting. Because uh, this is where having Sean Wade is so vital. Not just his, his experience, but he's played everything except outside corner at Ohio State played safety he's played nickel corner he can get everybody ready he can be the absolute leader in the alpha in that secondary and they need it badly because they lost a lot of experience and last year uh seven banks and cam brown got some experience it wasn't always good and prockered it wasn't always good but hopefully that's
0: carried over this year and they've taken that next step i'm with you man and i know i said newcomers but i'm gonna i'm gonna switch to sean wade you as you just made a statement that makes me question the very thing that NFL scouts have been questioning about Sean Wade is his ability to play on the outside. Do you think it'll be a struggle with him transitioning to that position? No,
1: I think he was made to play outside corner. I just, I've always said he's reminded me of Charles Woodson. Okay. I think he was absolutely made to be on an outside. I think he had to actually it was a struggle to adjust to the inside and the safety spots. I mean, they had him in out, outside of his uh, bubble for a long time. Uh, I remember talking to his dad a little bit, and he says, I really want him to play outside, but they keep putting him in different positions, and I'm, they, they just want to – I think it was just a matter of they want to – he's so good, you want to get him on the field. You just got to figure out how to get him on the field. Now he gets to play his natural position where he played in high school, and he excelled at in high school. Uh, I, I actually think he's going
0: to be sneaky, really good top three corner in the country this year. Wow. I was, Corey and I talked quite a bit. I was not expecting that to come out of his mouth, but – you never know what to expect when Corey and I talk either, so <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Um, defensive line. What type of what type of rotation do you see uh, from this team? And we'll end with this. Harrison and Cooper were starters on
1: defensive end, obviously. That's interesting. Now the defensive tackle position seems set now with freak injuries you know teron vincent i, I think has reaggravated his shoulder or something I, I don't want to report on it and be wrong i'd I really take grain of salt on that one he wasn't at practice on saturday but ohio state says he's still with the team it's just he wasn't there that saturday uh again and haskell garrett having his you know he ain't playing anytime soon so uh you got all of a sudden a depleted defensive tackle position right so obviously antoine jackson and, and uh and tom big tom are gonna be playing a lot obviously and but larry likes to rotate obviously and i just I mean, you got Jaden McKenzie and uh, Jeron Cage behind them now, and those guys don't have a lot of experience. I know, I think I'm forgetting somebody too, and I feel bad about that. But again, I, as where it's been a strength the last year or two, it's now it's kind of getting a little bit thinner because of the freak, uh, freak accidents that have been happening. Defensive end, I think Baptiste will be a guy you see on third down passing downs a lot. He's just going to be that a specialized pass rusher. I think Tyler Friday will play rotate quite a bit. I don't think he's necessarily the pass rusher these other guys are, but he's just a solid end player who could set the edge and be, be stellar against the run. They might even move Friday inside to the three technique if, uh, if the defensive tackle position keeps getting thinner because uh, they want that experience, obviously. And uh, it's just Tyreek Smith's another guy. I keep forgetting about him because he's been injured, uh, and last year he was injured. I, I like this, I'd like to see a, a big jump for him this year. You know, be a guy who can get the eight to ten sacks, uh, or just even be a Jalen Holmes type of player for us. Uh, I know with number eleven. I maybe I'm just making a comparison because of number, but that's what I see him as. I you gotta see. I hope Harrison makes that big jump that he, we expect him to make. He's a very intelligent player. He's obviously extremely talented and skilled. Uh, Larry Johnson just got a big, huge, beautiful piece of clay to mold there with yeah. uh, with Zach Harrison. So, it the rotation is going to be interesting. I think you know you're going to have to count on Smith and Harrison to be your main uh quarterback pass rushers off the edge but baron browning is going to have to add to that as well so i can't obviously cooper and harrison will start smith i think will play a lot when he's healthy probably rotate with cooper quite a bit so uh i don't know how much they'll rotate harrison out to be honest with like he's going to have to be
0: that chase young type where they they rely on him quite a bit i agree with you i agree with you any last comments before we wrap this thing up on this uh friday uh october whatever the date is this date it escapes me it's right now um any last comments cory before we wrap this up I just want to say I'm really happy for your new
1: gig, man. I know I said it in last show, but uh, Jay's a good guy. If you all listening, keep listening. He's got nothing but good stuff
0: in store for you all. Thank you. I really appreciate that. October the 9th. I had to look down on my calendar right here, right beside me. I didn't look down earlier. October the 9th. Corey Thompson. Thank you so much, guys. He will come back on down the road. i uh, have a fun back and forth middle of the season uh, discussing things, keeping us up to date. We're going to have more voices on every single week. So be tuned in for that. i have an NFL scout trying to get him to lined up for next week. Talk about Buckeyes that it will possibly be in the 2021 draft. So be looking out for that every Thursday, occasionally Thursday and Friday. You'll get a a second voice or a third voice here on the podcast to kind of enhance uh, the listenership in in a way that you guys are are able to enjoy the podcast.
1: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96%